get ready to power start your day with wealth, lifestyle, and leadership coach Nicola Smith-Jackson. Tune in each Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern for your daily dose of motivation and business education to help you build big business and be successful. And now, here's Nicola.
who are renewing our mind right now in the name of Jesus, the things of yesterday and even yesteryear that's been holding us back from moving forward and going out and to do great exploits in your name and removing our self and also selfishness, pride, all those things to the side so that we can go out and make you proud. We want to honor you, Father God, as we are moving to another level in leadership, creating an atmosphere for other people to grow, but definitely staying in an atmosphere where we are able to grow ourselves. We honor you and we bless you. We want to seal this prayer with the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. So I'm here. We're still in Baltimore. We're doing an event, going to serve the team on tonight, and um, very excited about that. Uh, to see those who would come out. It was short notice, but I can tell you one thing about leadership. I can remember, um, you know, the very first uh, book signing that I got from uh, Dr. Miles Monroe, where he invited me to be a monkey of his. Um, That was the very first book signing, the very first event, and I learned about it maybe 48 hours before uh, that event was occurring. And um, I, I it was a leadership event. And at that moment, that event, obviously it wasn't a network marketing leadership event. It was an event um, for leaders, particularly um, maybe most of the leaders that were there were either um, business leaders, uh, some, you know, leaders in politics, and including leaders in uh, the kingdom. And so I showed up because I just wanted to learn more about leadership. I was already in network marketing and already made um, a million dollars. However, there was something missing. And I didn't know what that something was uh, from the company that we were in. And, and I knew that in my heart of hearts uh, that I was in seeking. I was, in, I was in, um, in search of it. And I knew I was finding it, but I didn't know how. So I was anxious to go to this event and First, when I asked my husband, it was like short notice, and he was definitely not for the short notice, and and he didn't really understand or know even who Dr. Monroe was, and neither did I to the fullest extent. I'd read some of his books, but to see him in person, so I did. I went, and um, I began to hear what he was training in in leadership and and all of the dynamics about uh, leadership, and it was was really pointing back to the person on the inside. You got to remember that Dr. Monroe, for those who don't know him, go look him up, Dr. Miles Monroe. For those who don't know him, he uh, not only led people in the church, but he led people uh, even in countries, people who were heads of countries, kings and queens and prime ministers and uh, um, bankers and all sorts of uh, very phenomenal people who are doing major impacts in the world. And so this was my first uh, event, live event with him. And then I went to the back, and um, he always stuck around to sign books. And uh, he would always ask you to get the book, right? Because he was he was very very avid in learning and, and saying, you know, a leader must never stop learning. And so uh, I was I was picking up books for myself and Robert and and, and then um, when I came up to get my book signed, and he started signing the books, and he stopped midway in, and he looked up at me and he said, "Are you one of my mentees?" And I said, no, sir, I, I'm not. I wasn't very familiar with what he was talking about. I didn't know that he had a mentorship program. And he said, you, you're you one of my mentees. And I said, no, sir, I'm not. And he said, well, listen, we're starting a new mentorship 
uh, group, and you must be a part of it. Here is, and he gave me his personal email, and he said, email me here. And then he called to one of the people that was there and said, she must be signed up as one of the mentees. And I don't know if the opportunity was still open or closed or what have you. But then there was um, my first journey of being mentored by a true leader. And it was a curriculum. And he taught us through his books. And so most people didn't even realize that, that those books, when you say, hey, you have the book, but we were able to get the clear interpretation um, through many of the books, through our, the mentorship program. And it's different levels. I tell you guys, levels to everything. So on the entry level, we would go through um, some of this first work. And I'm not going to say it wrong, but I want you guys to get an understanding of why I would say that leaders are readers. And, and the whole thing of I was able to follow instructions, but I learned a lesson really quickly. I can remember after we read the book, there were a series of questions that we had to uh, submit them uh, online. And I remember that I was, you know, still working my business. So I was, you can say procrastinating and I want to just call it out because this is one of the things that we're going to talk about on today while you're up leveling your leadership into execution before we read the word. Because some people, they hear us saying these scriptures, but they're not understanding what those scriptures mean. And I want to give you some clarity here. So uh, I had to submit my assignment, the assignment, uh, when I press the go, you have to be in by midnight, um, by midnight, and I would say Bahamian time, because that is where we live, and so, you know, we have sometimes differences of time zone, whether because they don't do the um, daylight saving time, you know, whatever, but all I remember is that me clicking on the submit button, like, 11.55, and it, the, the computer kept spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning. And I went back and pressed the middle game at 11.58, but kept spinning and spinning and spinning. And it finally crossed over at 12.01, and I ended up with a zero on the assignment. And when I called, I said, wait a minute, I, I, didn't, get, I didn't get anything. I didn't get an answer here. I didn't get an answer here. I want to know uh, what happened. And they said, well, your assignment was not turned in on time. And I said, on time, it was, I, I gave them the excuse of I was trying to do it, and I was clicking it, and I gave them all the story, and they said it was not on time. I'm not sure what's happening here. Uh, I'm in the hotel room and doing the best I can. Let's hopefully we got a clear connection. Can you guys hear me okay? And so what happened after that, it changed my grade. And I said, I will never be the weakest link to my team, to people who I'm working with. And most leaders are the weakest link without realizing they are to the people who they've been assigned to. And so as we're up-leveling our leadership, let's go to 1 Peter 5, 3 through 6 together. And I got it, guys. Please stop the messaging because it's, it's interrupting the call. So thank you so very much for the help. So 1 Peter 5, 3 through 6. And it says, not domineering over those 
in your charge, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the unfading crown of glory. Likewise, you who are younger, newer, less experienced, that's not what the word says, but it says younger, be subject to the elders. Clothe yourselves, all of you, with humility toward one another, for God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you. For those who are not understanding that you become a leader when you put pride to the side and you become humble enough to know that you're not there yet and you stay humble enough to know you'll never be all the way there yet. This will keep you hungry and thirsty for learning. This will keep you hungry and thirsty for learning. But this would also keep you humble enough to your mentors, your elders. Now, I want to talk about today, obviously, how to up-level your leadership. And we have to go deeper into edification when you start talking about up-leveling your leadership. You guys hear me speak about my mentors as if they are in the game with me today as if they're my coaches and there are two different things there. We'll talk about that at a whole nother time. I know we'll definitely go over it at the Momentum Conference that's coming up, but I want you to hear me, right? So edification is one of the biggest missing pieces that I see that many times miss the mark. And when we go into edification, we're going to go deeper uh, even into when uh, you are edifying your company, doing company presentations, edifying the product. It's easy for people to edify the product and service because they feel that's how they get paid. But they don't understand that they stay paid with edification of the company, leaders, even during presentations, and also edifying the system is what keep you paid. And so I want you to understand that first, as you up-leveling your leadership, being the example of executing edification. Executing edification. I see some people where they have their time to shine And they position themselves and they edify themselves more than even edifying whether it's the audience that they're speaking to, edifying other leaders that may be in the room. And I want people to be very mindful of this because what that starts to do is pride starts peeking out. Humility goes dormant. And so when we start talking about edification and executing edification, even in the standpoint of not identifying or 
being humble enough to leaders who've gone even before you, who've done the work, who've gone through the pressures, the challenges of the position or whatever they, wherever they are, and we're not humble enough to even identify that, you know what, I'm not there yet. I want you to know that execution of edification not only gets you paid, but keeps you paid. It builds stronger relationships, and it makes you a better example. Sure, I said you edify the company. You edify your company, right? You edify your founder, the the services, the even edification in people who serve your people, the people who serve your people, even in your corporate offices, you say, oh, those are just employees. God has no respect of person. And if you saw it said, humble yourselves to one another. You want to be an example of executing edification. I want you to know that being an example of edification will also make you a better example of a team player. You see, where you have a body or organization, and we're talking network marketing, and you have a person that only played on the team before they got a team, and then once they have a team, they no longer are a team player. Guys, it's okay. You're up-leveling your leadership. We're giving you a perspective that will take you higher than you've ever gone before. And understand how is it that some people go higher than others? Because some of the things they did or operated in when they were trying to go to one level, they stayed operating in it. Some people, they abandoned what it took for them to get to a level because they believe they already have arrived. Being an example of a team player will be the person who edifies Don King, encourage usage of the system. When you encourage usage of the system, I, I've been in network marketing now. It's going to be 11 years uh, coming up shortly at the time of this recording. And I want you to know that I see and know people from various companies. They all have systems. Some of them, people would say it's better than others, and I don't know how because all of the ones I'm talking about have million-dollar earners. And even with the less-than-perfect system, they can be million-dollar earners, but they edify their company, their product services, their leaders, and their systems. When you do this, these are not the people who are always looking at what's wrong. They're working with what's right in a system. And then their leaders who work for them begin to work with what's right in the system. And so you'll start seeing them move even in imperfection. I know this because my very first company that we earned our first million dollars, our our 
owners of the company did not speak a lick of English, even though our majority of our team was English speaking. Uh, they we would sometimes have to hold online literally for three hours, three way people in to make orders because they only had a few people that were English speaking in corporate in the customer service, and we still made a million dollars. But there were people in the company that instead they focused on what was wrong. They focused on that they were on hold. I can't stay on hold for three hours. But when they looked up at the next company convention and saw who was collecting the cars, the trips, the money, it was due to lack of edification and execution of edification throughout their team. And so I want you to understand that when you start up-leveling their leadership, the leaders who edify the company, services, and the system are the leaders who typically get the most people to events. They have the best team morale. They have less complaints about their leadership. Now, you're going to have some negative Nancy's no matter how great you are, but I'm talking about the consistency of it. And they just build better teams. If you're a leader that every time you turn around, it's a challenge for you and every leader of every level of leadership, challenges are going to be always, that's what leaders do. They're the solution. So you can't be the problem and the solution at the same time. So when you now are being an edifier, you execute edification. And you're able to make the lemonade out of the lemons that are dealt. That's how people get wealthy, by the way. It's how much juice can you squeeze out of the lemon? How much juice can you squeeze out of a lemon? That's what leaders do. They squeeze juice out of lemons. And they make lemonade. They make something that can feed many people or secure the success of many people. Execution of edification will make you more attractive, even when people speak to you. We're not talking about the fake, you know, pompous words that you may say when someone is coming to the stage. We're talking about who you are, that even when you know that people are less than perfect, including yourself, that when now you're even speaking, you can actually begin to see what's good. And those are the people who become great leaders. Let's open up the line on this morning. Let's open up the line. I'm here in uh, Baltimore. I'm in a hotel. I'm, I'm dialing in from the hotel. I appreciate those who are um, going to participate at the highest level and up-level their leadership. And be honest, because I see this with most. People, even people who get the pins, they forget this. They forget the atmosphere for people to grow. 
If they don't know a person or not clicking with the person, they can't even edify them and bring them up to the front of the room. Or they, you know, all the suspicion of who's great, who's better edification will help you up-level your leadership. Let's open up the line this morning. Good morning, 301 last four eight zero five six. Good morning. God bless you. Okay, we got to be ready. Got to be ready. 318 last four nine four five three. Remember, these calls are being recorded for other people to go back. So always be ready if you're in the queue and be in a, a great background if possible. Good morning. Good morning, Dr. Nicole. How are you doing this morning? Good morning, King. How are you? Great, great. Blessed. Um, I just want to thank you for this uh, training that you give. And uh, I also want to give it up to my uh, mentor, Coach Kevin. He's an outstanding yeah. leader. <laughs> Since you were talking about leadership, so um, I just have a question for you. Um, awesome. In your first 30 days in network marketing, what did you do? I worked. I worked. You know, I didn't know everything, but I worked. Yes, ma'am. Let me tell you, my first 30 days of network marketing, all I used to ask people was, who do you know that I was instructed to ask a question? And that question took me so far. It was, who okay. do you know? By my third check, I was earning 9000 $700 plus dollars. The fourth check, it was another 9000 But the fifth check was over 38000 off of a question of who do you know. Wow. That's amazing. That's what was, what was taught to me. So who do you know and to edify what it was. It was who do you right. know that. It was simple. It was simple. And whatever the benefit is, and I trained it right here at Power Start Today. It was, who do you know that? I'm sure you were given a who do you know question to ask. But my question is, yes, how ma'am. many times are you asking that question every day? Right. I definitely didn't stop right. at five. I didn't count. I didn't count. I didn't say, oh, my job is up. I just kept asking who do you know? Anybody within, they have the three-foot rule. And I kept asking, who do you know? Who do you know? Okay. Who do you know? Gotcha. Guess what I taught my team to do? Ask, who do you know? Same thing. Yes, ma'am. Master Asker. That's the only of those checks grew by the who do you know. Okay. Oh, that helped. That's great. I, I didn't yes, count, ma'am, though. It did. Take that note. I didn't <laughs> count. They gave a recommendation. The recommendation was two to five people a day. Do you think I stopped at 205 to make that kind of, of course income? Not. Okay. No, ma'am. Okay. There we go. Great question. Great question. Great question. I didn't know anything. Not much. <laughs> but I did know to ask, who do you know? Powerful. Thank you so much, King. All right, we're going to three four seven zero six three seven. Good morning. Are you there? Hello. 
Okay, let's try you one more time. I think you you're coming in. Okay, good Hi, morning. Yes, I can hear you. Good morning, Queen. How are you? I'm doing amazing. This is Daniela B. Nesbitt-Moore, and I just want to say I thank you so much for just giving me the fire for, you know, moving forward in order to edify a top servant leader to carry the team on my back. Um, this this series is amazing, especially today. You gave us some great nuggets that uh, the best key that we can do is edify. Now, I yes. went over this with some of my team members today, and we had a, a little rough moment because they're like, you know, edifying doesn't make me money, and edifying uh, top leaders that's been there or that's doing the big things, making all this money is not helping me. And I had oh. a conversation, and I said, well, guess what? Do you think those top leaders started where they are? Or do you believe that they started at the bottom and they had a rough time building up their business just like we're having a rough time? You know, and I got I, I got some really bad feedback with that and it put me in a in a, a a space where I said I must go harder. I must be the golden child out of this team so that everyone behind me can push forward just like I'm doing. So I've decided to just say it's game on and edify the top leaders that is really doing this thing. Astrid, uh, Alfred, Nicola, uh, Alyssa Barnes, uh, the Jacksons. I can name so many people because I put myself in this position to say, I am a winner and I'm successful. I'm successful. I'm successful. And this right here, this execution of this series has just been blown mind, uh, mind blowing to me. So I thank you so much. I, I pray for your strength in the Lord, and I, I really hope that my team is on this call because this was a call for them. Edification is the glue. And it's funny, like I shared in the beginning, you want them to hear it from the beginning where I said people who are less experienced to say how it works. That's the biggest mistake. Yeah. That's the biggest mistake. They're in their process. And leaders who've gone through the process of saying this is what it takes. But edification is going to come first from you. Yes. I have found that you know a tree by the fruit it bears. And what and that is a biblical thing. So mm-hmm. all you have to do is switch it around. There's times where I would have to tell my team, listen, I'm not focusing on that. I'm focusing on this. That's right. There's no time to keep scrolling down timelines when you got to roll up your sleeves and go to work. And I lead by example, which I say, see, in my life, in the day-to-day, I involve myself in positive activities, things that build up my spirit. And when it's things that break it down, I cut it off. God bless you. God bless you. All right, we got this last caller here, 267-8128. We'll cut it there. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Nicola. It's Bonita Lee McLean. Hey, good morning, Queen. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Well, I just want to um, thank you so much for <laughs> um, all that you do. Um, you are really amazing. And um, 
I really just want to say that what I've been feeling, um, growing a team and um, just starting over again, I have literally been feeling discouraged when it comes down to network marketing. And I just want to say thank you so much for this topic for this week of leveling up your leadership because I feel that I don't know how to say it, but it, it, it sort of hurts because I've never experienced what I'm experiencing today where when it comes, I had, so I had a lady, had a couple of people who signed up and, um, and then they said, you know what? I don't want to do network marketing again. And I'm like, well, like it's me, <laughs> you know, like, you know, I'm not going to let you down. You know, I've been doing it since I was 18 years old and I've always loved it and always ran very hard. And so I'm just struggling with that a little bit. So I feel like I was mm-hmm. leveling. I need to level up Bonita, you know? That's right. Because Bonita is operating off of Bonita's past versus pressing towards Bonita's future. How can you level right. up if you're staying down? How can you level up if you're staying where you are or you want to keep reminiscing on where you've been versus where you're trying to go? You see, like, even for me, I've had success. I know this is not my biggest success I'm going to have, or I'll stay where I am. That's why it says remain humble. Humility will never make you believe that your past successes give you a pass or automatically give you your play into your future. That's why I get up and do what I do every day. I'm never going to pop my collar. Do you know who you're talking to? Because who you're talking to can never stay where I am now. I'm consistently evolving, consistently growing. Go back to the scripture for today. I think that people are relying on my explanation of the scripture versus wanting to get an interpretation for the scripture for themselves and where they are in their life. God will show you you, so will network marketing. You say, I'm trying to do a new thing. Can't you see it? Probably get on your face with him and Get on your knees and get on your face and say, I'll, just, I'll, don't get up until you can start seeing it. Where he trying to take you? Trying to do something bigger and better, and you say, I want to stay smaller in my past. You decide. You decide. I love you guys. God bless. You are amazing. And I can tell you this other thing. You're as big as you want to be. <laughs> <laughs> 